Are you looking at weather forecasts? Did I just catch you looking at weather forecasts? Don't do that. None of us has any control over weather. The game's going to get played. It's just a little bit of snow. Good morning to you. I, I see you there. Good Saturday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Steelers, which usually comes your way bright and early every weekday. But they're in the playoffs, so we're just going to do this like every day. I also happen to offer daily shots of the other two teams in town that I cover, the Penguins and the Pirates, and I hope you'll check those out as well. Here's something real that maybe you can come to grips with before kickoff, which, yes, is still scheduled for 1.02 p.m. tomorrow in Orchard Park, New York. That's this. What if it's Cam Hayward's last game? Or are we kind of getting sure that it's Cam's last game? I'm not going to be a guy who analyzes his age 34 season and comes up with some kind of criticism over the number of tackles or whatever it is. Uh, he's He's playing hurt. I don't think anybody can dispute that. He had himself quite the injury earlier this season. He came back very obviously rushed to come back. And he's he's done what he's been asked to do. He's got himself 33 total tackles. Uh, 25 of those are solos. Two of them are sacks. But the most important contribution that Cam's had, I think, has been to the run defense in general. He just quieted the entire process. You know what I'm saying? Remember at the time that he first went out and everybody was just running wild on the Steelers like it was two years ago in Minneapolis all over again, and you're just waiting for Joe Green to come out publicly, say something nasty about it. Well, Cam comes back. And all of a sudden, it just wasn't so dramatic anymore. Yeah, you'd still see teams run the ball, but not for any sort of egregious yardage. You didn't see the coaching staff forced to throw a whole bunch of Isaiah Louder milks at the matter and hope that it just kind of goes away. Cam came back and made it go away. In that regard and in the context of his usual eminently predictable dedication to his craft and to his team came back and just did the job. That's what Cam's been doing. He's just done the job. I think a lot of that's true of Larry Ogunjobi as well, if I can throw that into parentheses. So it feels to me like two-thirds of the defensive line have been, you know, pretty banged up and not necessarily their best selves. And Keanu Benton is still not all the way into a role where he's going to rise way above. He needs to have his year two experience slash conditioning slash role slash playing time in order to take that next step. That's the state of the defensive line as a whole. But regarding Cam, I don't have better stories than what other people have about who he is. He not only inherited from the defensive linemen in front of him, Aaron Smith, Brett Kiesel, Casey Hampton, the spirit 
of giving, the spirit of being the leaders in the community that the defensive line have been for this franchise for a long time, he took it to some other level. His involvement is so real and so heartfelt that just to give you a small example, and this is a tiny one, there's a restaurant in downtown on Forbes Avenue. It's right near Market Square. Like technically it could be argued that it's part of Market Square, just a little spur off of it called Cafe Momentum. And the business itself employs people who've gotten into trouble with the law, younger people predominantly who are trying to make a real comeback, who might not have an easy time getting jobs somewhere else, even if they've served their sentence and uh, cleaned themselves up and everything else, they'll get work at this place. And the passion that they put into their product was enough to get them just recently honors as one of the better restaurants in our city of any kind, just because of the food, because of the service. And I'm walking around the locker room. This was, oh boy, like a month ago. It was not long after Cam had been over there to show his support for what they're doing. When he was asking me a few questions about the place, he wanted to know, you know, how legit is this? How real about you know some of the people and so forth? And the responses that I gave were, you know, what he knew he'd get from me, which is, you know, straight shooting. I'm not going to, you know, pump up some kind of restaurants or whatever, What no matter what the cause is supposed to be. And I told him what I thought of it. And he was like, good. He he did like a, a cross-checking, if you will, of it. I'm here to tell you that when athletes do this sort of stuff, meaning charitable contributions, whether it's their time, whether it's their money, they're, I don't want to burst anybody's bubble here, but they're mostly just going through the motions. They're going to go where some PR person from the Steelers takes them. They're going to go there. They're going to smile. They're going to sign some stuff. They're going to wish everybody uh, happy, whatever happens to be the next holiday and be out of there. That's not Cam. That's not Cam. He's looking to make a difference. He's special. He's special off the field. And he's been special on the field. He has a Hall of Fame candidacy in his future. I don't know if he'll make it, but I know that he'll have a candidacy. And the day that he's done as a Pittsburgh Steeler will not be a happy day. And not just because it'll likely be a loss. You know, that's the math on this stuff. And I I just want to throw this out there before this game in Buffalo gets played. I'm not suggesting the Steelers are going to lose or making any kind of prediction or anything like that, but this is important. This is an important individual in this franchise's history. When we come back, J1Q. This segment of Daily Shot is brought to you by our good friends at Mike's Beer Bar. They're located on Federal Street, directly across from PNC Park. Mike has more than 500 beers on tap, including from more than 50 local breweries. Stop in and say hello. Tell Mike we sent you. Mike's Beer Bar. Today's 
DJ1Q comes from Pete, who says, DK, your daily shots are something I look forward to every day. My question is, thanks, first of all, Pete. My question is, what incentive does the NFL have to have games shown on pay TV streaming channels like Amazon Prime and now a playoff game on Peacock? Of course, there's the money that's being thrown at them from Jeff Bezos and others. But do you think that this is just a test or will it has it become the standard in today's NFL market? For anybody who doesn't know what Pete's referencing, the game tonight in Kansas City, which almost had the Steelers there, is going to be a Peacock only thing. So a streaming only thing, unless you're in those markets, meaning Kansas City or Miami. And it's going to make people mad. It's going to have people wondering about, you know, the future of broadcasting as it relates to this league, the future of how it is that they watch TV. And you know what? That's exactly what they want. That's the goal. They want you to at least ask the question, because before they do this, before they take this heavy handed approach. They know that you're not asking the question. They know that you're not wondering, probably anyway, whether or not you should switch from cable to streaming. A lot of people are doing that anyway. We've done that here in our house, mostly because I just don't have any use for it. The only shows that that I found that we were watching as a family were all available on streaming. Most of the stuff that my kids watch, heck, not not most, all of the stuff that my kids watch is streaming-based. So we had 500, 700 channels, whatever it was. We weren't watching any of them. We were just basically paying for cable so that we could get internet through the same service, and all of that ends up being a scam, too, and they start trying to attach your phone to it and everything else, and you just get kind of comfortable with it, and you never ask the question. Well... This semi forces you to. This at least puts it into your brain. So my feeling on this, in the most general possible sense, is that this is where everything's going anyway. It's more a matter of how it gets divided up. I would much prefer a system in which I can buy not from NBC and not from any other network, but directly from the National Football League or even from my favorite team. A package that says, I want all of your games, period. That's it. I don't want anything else. I don't want the evening news. I don't want the British baking show. I just want your your team and what you guys do. That's it. Problem with that is it doesn't necessarily pay as well, meaning paying to the teams or to the leagues. So that stuff's going to take a while to sort itself out. NBC, which of course is the owner of Peacock, is in no rush to die. So they're going to keep trying things the same way Amazon is trying things. Not that they're in any danger of dying. The same way other outlets are going to do this. Apple's involved in this now. And they're all going to try to rush toward a piece of the pie, and it's going to be more like musical chairs where somebody's going to get left out of a seat, and it's going to be, uh-oh, and then they're out. And then it just starts to shrink a little bit, and eventually there's just one or two left. It's VHS versus beta. 
Is that what that was called? Was it beta? I think that sounds right. Whatever it was, VHS-1. And at the time that uh, CDs or compact discs came out, there was a competitor to that. And then it was just CDs. So that's how this goes. And that's how this is going to go as well. But I'll tell you this. The one real success story so far in professional sports about how to handle this stuff has been, and even this comes with quirks, Major League Baseball. Because what they did was they took their product and just kept shoving it under the same umbrella. All kinds of little pieces and parts that even the teams themselves weren't all that keen on. They just kept shoving them all under the same umbrella so that they could say, it's all here. And they created what's called Major League Baseball Advanced Media. All of the properties are there. Now, of course, there are local cable rights. There are some teams like the Dodgers making a zillion dollars. And then there seems like the Pirates not. But the goal, as I understand it, the end game for baseball is to do exactly what I described earlier, which is if you buy an MLB subscription, you'll get to watch whatever game you want without blackout restrictions, without apologizing to the cable companies or bowing over to the cable companies and making things inconvenient for the fans who care about those teams the most. Yeah, eventually, eventually. Not tonight, though. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to this extra daily shot of Steelers and just stay off the weather channel, you know? If they're going to cancel the game, they're going to cancel the game. I just don't think that they will. 